Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Wow. Holy smokes. Uh, guys, how long has it been? It's been way too long. A, a, a quick minute, a long minute, however you want to be able to say it. It's been a little while since my last podcast. You know, a lot has been going on and life happens and life goes on and all those things. But I can't make excuses over the fact that this is my therapy and my time to sit down and have a conversation with all of you is so important. And I actually have a lot of supporters as well through Patreon that pay monthly for, for me to be able to continue to push forward. So I'm going to get focused on it, right? The new season starts. We're, we're kicking off 2024 here with a brand new season. We're going to be doing interviews, doing some podcasts, getting back to the grind and doing all the things that I know works in the past and, and all those things. But, you know, life happens. It, it, it gets in the way right? You got all kinds of different stuff that goes on, family stuff that happens. You're gaining weight, you're losing weight. You're doing all kinds of different stuff. You're trying to be able to grind it out. You're getting new jobs. You're losing jobs, all these different things, right? All the different things that we have to go through in life are really difficult at times. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I've been going through. I mean, life in general and everything else. So I'll give you a little bit of an update, a little bit of an update. In case you don't know, in case you have not heard the podcast before, this is your first time here listening to my voice here on Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano. I'm I'm Liquid Shano. My name is Shane Lakita. I'm a 50-year-old man. I, I record a podcast. I uh, struggle with my weight. I struggle with success in life, of being a good dad, good husband, and good everything, and just try to be able to give back to the community and do things uh, through kind gestures that I can give back to the community and take care of other individuals in the meantime, take care of myself. So that's kind of the basic gist of everything. And so this podcast is all about just that whole journey, the journey that we go through, the life that we go through, the struggles that we have, the ups, the downs, everything in between and everything on top of and underneath. So, and I know all of us, all of us have gone through it. All of us go through it every single day. And we're trying to be able to just be the best versions of ourselves. And sometimes it's successful and sometimes it's not. And that's okay. That's okay to not be successful. And it's also okay to be successful, right? To be humble, but to know that you're working your ass off to be able to do all the things you have to do. So you've earned it. You've earned the right to be able to celebrate in yourself, or you've also earned the right to be able to give you a good swift kick in the ass to be able to say, let's move things forward. And this whole journey that we're on, we have to be that way about ourselves. We can't just go through life and just skim right through. Life is way too short, and we we live on this earth for way too short of an amount of time for us not to maximize, live it fully, and do everything that we have to do. And I know that's an old adage, and I know that those are things that people are are, are always saying about the fact of you only live once, so why don't you go and enjoy life and do the things that you have to do. But that's easier said than done as well, right? Jobs get in the way, families get in the way, time gets in the way, whatever. But make the time. Make the time for you to be successful. Make the time for you to enjoy your life. Make the time with the loved one that you want to spend more time with. Instead of going the opposite direction and just grinding it all the way out, make the time. Now, on top of all those things that I was telling you a little bit earlier, why I took a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of a break off of uh, podcasting and everything else is more so around the fact that I'm broke. <laughs> so I had to go out and get a second job. 
So I've got my full-time job. I'm a general manager for a printing company up in Westbrook, Maine, and it's it's a it's a great ride. And I I love the team that I'm with, and I love the people that I work for and with. And it's a it's a great environment. There's no benefits with it, but it's 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 definitely the benefit comes from the fact that I get weekends off and I get some holidays off, and and I get some time off with the family. I'm home every night at a decent hour, and those kind of things. So which which have a lot more heavier of a reward nowadays now that I'm in my 50s rather than what it was back in my 30s when I just wanted to grind and do everything I had to do. But I had to get a second job because I had to pay the bills. And one of the things that we decided that I was going to do if I was going to get a second job, I want something with flexibility. So I decided to go out and become a Uber Eats driver, right? The guys that get in the, the car and deliver food from place to place or pick up groceries for people or those kind of things and just pick up some extra supplemental income. And I realized that the money was pretty good if I really worked my tail off, right? So in the evenings after I got to work in my regular job, I was doing this as well. But I also realized all of a sudden, I started to lose a little bit of time with my wife and my family. And I know that I have to do it because we got legal bills, I got hospital bills, I got all this other stuff, the, the com- continuous amounts of credit card debt, all these different things that are going on that I have to get in front of and try to be able to work at. But I know it takes work And I know it takes time, yet I don't want to lose out on the time that I have with my wife or anything like that. Because like I said earlier, we're only on this earth for a short amount of time. So I decided to ask my wife, I said, hey, would you want to go riding with me? Like if I'm going for Uber Eats and we can be in the car, we can be listening to tunes, driving around. I might be doing a little bit of work, but we can jam out. We could talk about things and we could spend some good quality time. She was ecstatic about it. And I was surprised, but she was ecstatic. She said, oh, I like looking at new places. I like driving around, seeing all the different ways to get to different places and spending time with you is, is the bonus and let's go do it. So we call it our Uber Eats date night. So my point of this is, is I wanted to make it the best that I could out of a situation that I know wasn't ideal. Do I like working two jobs? No, when I'm in my fifties, I'm, I'm expecting me to be working a little bit less actually, right? But that's not the case. That's not what society dictates, and that's not where we're at, and that's not how I'm going to be able to pay my bills and be able to continue to move forward. But But I have to do what it takes to be able to get there, so I have to balance it out. And so this is the new reality, the new norm, and everything else. And so that's kind of the direction that I've been in. That's one of the reasons why I haven't had a lot of time to do the things that I love to do, like podcasting or social social media posts or anything like that. I'm also nominated in three categories for the Cheer Choice Awards for being a positive influence. So you can vote for me there through my link in my bios and everything else that you wanted to do. Or, or if you want to find out how to vote, if I move into the next round, because yesterday was the last day of voting of round two, uh, as you all, as a lot of you know, I won the award last year for media news and radio and it was amazing and it was just so humbling and outstanding and incredible that I had enough people to go in there and vote for me Uh, this guy from Maine that talks on a microphone and is a middle-aged guy that's just trying to be able to you know make things happen and make a positive influence in the world but I'm glad we celebrate that space so that's kind of going on as well I got all kinds of different stuff but here's the thing right one of the things that I just stated a minute ago was I had to reset my normal I had to reset my expectations. My expectations have always been the fact that I'm going to support and provide for my family. I'm going to do everything that I have to do to continue to be healthy and live a long life and do everything that I have to do that way. And it used to be a certain route that I could take would be able to bring me to wherever I had to go. So if I wanted to lose weight, I know that I had to do the following things to lose weight. And not that it was easy. It took work and dedication and time and effort. But here's the thing. If I did it, the weight came off. 
or if I wanted to make more money, I could either ask for a raise or or work some overtime or, or whatever it is, whatever direction that I wanted to take that I normally could do a certain way. And I set a goal around. That's what I always did. And at the end of the day, that worked for me. Well, now that I'm in my 50s, <laughs> fresh, brand new baby of the 50s, I have to reset my expectations. That's what this podcast is all about, resetting your expectations. Did I want to get on here and do podcasts with you guys all the time? I wanted to so bad, but I knew it was not ideal, and I knew that if I got on here on this microphone and I talked about some stuff that was I wasn't really into or I wasn't really, it didn't come from the heart, and it was only just filling some space and some time, you all would know. You guys all would know exactly where that's coming from. You'd be like, listen, this, ain't, this isn't working for me. You know, the, all you're doing is just basically filling space. Is I'm not really getting va- value from it or, or, or anything like that. And are you getting any value from it speaking it, right, or spitting into the microphone? <laughs> no, I, I, I really wasn't. I wasn't in a good headspace. But I feel like I'm, I'm coming out of it now. I've, I've set realistic expectations. I've reset the expectations that I had from before, and now I'm on a new path of where I want to go. Now, here's what I mean by that. You have an idea, you think to yourself, you look in the mirror, you look in your journal, you look in your book, you think to yourself, I want to be in a certain place at a certain time, by a certain time, and whatever else. I want to be successful. I want to do all the things that are necessary for me to be successful in that realm, and this is the route I want to take with it. So you start grinding, you start working, you start getting after it. You do what worked in the past. You, you learned a little bit of what failed in the past and what does work in, in, in the past. And you kind of put them all together and you start to put yourself on a new path. And you're working towards really, really achieving some great things for yourself and, and doing the things that are necessary for you to be a successful version of you, right? And the things that worked in the past, you loved it because you were like, okay, I know those things work for me. But the real question is, is do they work for you now? Have you reset your expectations, not only of where you want to go, but how you get there? Does the old cycle of dieting work for you when you're trying to lose weight? Does the old cycle of working overtime work for you if you want to make more money? Does the old cycle of just getting off the couch and going for a run and automatically picking it back up going to work for you now? Probably not in all of those situations. We have to adapt and we have to overcome. We're faced with things like age and our bodies breaking down and, and knees cracking and, and all these different things. Not to make excuses for those things, but that's a reality of life. A reality of life is if you live on this earth for a long period of time, your body starts to kick in and starts to break down a little bit, right? And so at the end of the day, you've got to adjust and pivot and right turn Clyde whenever you need to to get to where you have to get to. So, okay, you have an expectation. You have, let's say, for instance, your expectation is I want to have uh, $25,000 in my bank account by the end of the year. Okay, great. That's your new expectation. That's your new goal, right? It isn't anything extremely huge and lofty that you can't accomplish, right? So it's a realistic type of goal. And how are you going to get there, right? And so you put a plan in place of how you want to get there. Step one. I don't know, uh, be creative and make some things. <laughs> so bake some things in the oven or, or be creative and, and create some artwork or do some paintings or whatever it is. Whatever path that you wanted to take to get to the goal that you wanted to get to, now you've got a step one path to getting there. 
What's step two? Step two might be, I got to make sure that I'm prepared, or I got to make sure I got financing, or I've got a loan, or whatever else, or I set myself up on a business, LLC, proprietor, or whatever else you want to be able to do. However it goes down the road, all you're doing is you're putting together a plan in place of how you want to get to your new goal that you might set for yourself. So you looked at your goals, you reset your goal to a a realistic expectation, and now you're setting up the steps and procedures of how to get there. So when you set up the steps and procedures of how to get there, the other part of it is how do you adjust and pivot if those don't work? If you're going down the road of using one of these other options of something you're trying to be able to work on, or you're trying to be able to put one foot forward, and it's just not working, right? You keep falling on your face, you keep failing, you keep failing, and it just doesn't seem to be working and moving forward. But why be the lunatic person that keeps on doing the same thing that fails over and over and over again, not learning from your mistakes and not learning from what failed in the past and change the outcome or change the path moving forward to be able to adjust and be able to make it happen moving forward is the key. But are we doing that? A lot of times we don't. We do the same exact crap over and over and over, expecting a great outcome. And guess what? If the beginning of the outcome was bad and you keep on going after it and you keep on going down the same road and you keep on going down, taking the same approach, you're going to come up with the same exact outcome. Now, does it mean that you have to change your overall outcome that you want to get to? No, it doesn't have, you don't have to, right? But you do have to adjust and pivot the steps and procedures and the path that you're taking to get there. The same way that you've been doing it for years and years and years may not work now. It may not. It's sad to say we're always thinking to ourselves as we age, we don't really want to age. None of us do. But then we say to ourselves, you know, it worked for me in the past when I was doing it this way. It worked for me then. Or you're looking at old photos of yourself. You say, look at how skinny I was. Or look at how all the weight loss that I had then. Or, or you know, I, I felt like I was financially stable. I didn't have any credit card debt at that moment in time, all this stuff like that. Why can't I go back to that? Well, you can. It's just going to take a different path than what you took the first time around. And that's the key. We have to look at ourselves in the mirror and say to ourselves, if I continue to do the same tired, exhausting actions over and over and over, more likely than not, I'm going to receive the same outcome over and over and over. And it's going to get more and more frustrating. And we're going to get more and more pissed off at it. I'm going to get angrier, we're going to get madder, and then we're going to get frustrated to the point probably that we give up on exactly what we're trying to be able to accomplish. All because we're not really listening and looking at the situation. How often do you go to somebody to try to help them with a problem? Maybe it's your kids or maybe it's your friends or your family or whoever else. And they're telling you, I have a problem and this is what my problem is. And if you're a problem solver, what do you usually try to do? You try to be able to ask them, okay, all right, all right. Let's sit down. Let's talk about this, right? You try to decipher. You try to investigate. You try to figure things out. You try to ask the questions of, hey, you know, what worked in the past? Like what, 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 what have you done that you, that you know you could really grab onto? Okay, great. So what hasn't worked in the past? You know, what did you fail on? What, what were some of the things that you were frustrated? You don't want to go down that road again. Okay, all right, great. So you're putting together this little case, right? The cases of things that have worked, the cases of things that uh, haven't worked, and all those things. And then you put something together or you help them to build something moving forward that maybe will stay clear of some of the detriments and some of the bad things that have happened and rather put you on a path of success. 
That's what you would normally do if you were helping a friend, a family, or, or anybody like that. But we don't do that with ourselves, right? I, I'm more willing to do that with my son, my wife. I sit down, we, we, we vet it out, we talk about things, we map it out, we pull it out like a, a strand of yarn out of a ball, and we try to figure things out, and it's like a little puzzle and all these things, and it may be frustrating, but you know what? I'm there for you, and I'm there. I got your back and everything else. But when it comes to us, me, and my goals, I definitely don't do that enough. I don't investigate the situation enough. I don't really dig into what worked and what didn't work. I don't really dig into setting realistic expectations and changing my mindset with my end goal, maybe adapting and overcoming the, the end goal, but then also adapting and overcoming the steps to get there, the path that I take, right? Because we all do it. Isn't that, don't they always say, what's that old catchphrase? The, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different outcome, right? I think it's something to that, to that gist. But you guys get it. You guys get it completely because you're guilty of it just like me. We all are. We're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of something that we've, that we've done in the past that has worked for us that we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could just do that again. And I can get on that same bike and get on that same ride and do that same goal and the same path. And I'm going to have the same outcome, right? More often than not, no. Your outcome is not going to be the same. So you have to adjust, pivot, change things around, do things a little bit differently, reset your expectations. So if you're listening to this podcast, here's what I want you to do. Grab a piece of paper and a pen, and I want you to write down one goal that you want to achieve in 2024. It's almost like a New Year's resolution, but I don't like to call them resolutions. I like to call them promises to myself that I want to try to you know, uh, continue to move forward and make a dedicated effort to bettering myself or whatever else. But here you go. You grab that piece of paper and pen. You can put this on pause while you're getting it and get yourself mentally prepared for the fact that you're going to write down on the top line right on this paper, goal for 2024. And the next line down, I want you to write down one goal that you have. It doesn't have to be astronomical. It doesn't have to be this huge, huge goal. Maybe it's something simple, right? I could give you lots of ideas, but I'll let you figure this out. And maybe it's a continuation of a goal that you had from last year. Or maybe it's a continuation. You had a goal to end the year and you're, you're on, a, on, a, on a high note right now and you're moving things forward. Whatever it is, it's your goal. And this is the goal that you're setting for yourself for the year 2024. So that's your top line. Your top line says what the goal is. And I want you to put little stars next to it. And I want you to put little, if you got a highlighter, highlight that bad boy and do what you got to do, right? This is your new goal. It's a fresh set of minds, fresh set of eyes, you're looking at it from a different type of lens. You're looking at it from a bird's eye view of saying, okay, something that maybe I haven't tried to go for before, but I want to accomplish this year. Or maybe it's something that hasn't been working for me, but I need to change things up to be able to get there. Okay. So top, top line is a realistic goal guys. Now your time frame's already been set to make it a smart goal because it's 2024 that you're shooting for, right? So you got your, 
your your goal that you're shooting for, and now you've got your time frame. And it's realistic, right? You're not looking for something astronomical, like I said. You're looking for something that you want to be able to accomplish, to be able to feel accomplished and feel like you you got something to celebrate that you can move forward with and you can say to yourself, hey, you know what? I'm a kick ass and I'm moving this thing forward, right? So specific, the goal is specific. It's measurable to a point, right? Whether it's losing weight or gaining money or promotions at, at work or whatever it is, right? It's achievable, it's realistic, and it's time sensitive. It's a smart goal. Okay, so now you got your goal on that top line. Now I want you to write down one or two ways that you're going to get there. You have to write these things down. A lot of times we write down what our goals are, our dream boards, things like that, but we don't specifically break it down to the point where we let ourselves know that the way we're going to get to that goal that we're trying to shoot for is by doing the following, is by being successful in the following ways or doing things in this way for me to be able to hold myself accountable to my actions of what I'm trying to be able to move forward with, but also to give myself checks and balances to know, hey, I'm on the right path or I'm not. So I want you to write down two items, two things that you're going to do towards working towards that goal on that top line. You can pause this, you can think about it a little bit, or even just listen to me rant and rave over the two of them, right? Your actions need to be something that you can put into place and create a habit around. So you don't want to come up with something that's going to be so out of the ordinary that your actions are like, oh my goodness, I don't even know if I can maintain this, if I can sustain this energy of me trying to move this forward. So you got to give yourself something that you can sustain and create a habit by repeating it over and over. So your actions need to be something that is achievable and maintainable and sustainable, if that makes sense. You're not looking at making actions of jumping off the Empire State Building with a parachute 24 times, unless that is a goal, but probably not realistic, right? But your action might be, hey, every day I'm going to make sure that I count my calories for the day. First step right there. Count my calories. Every day, I'm going to go walk for a mile to start things moving forward for me to be able to get towards working towards a half marathon or a full marathon, right? Every day, I'm going to go forward with this or every other day. Or if you want to make it realistic, maybe every three days, this is what I'm going to work on. But write down something that is sustainable, maintainable, and achievable, right? These are your paths to success. Now, if you write them down, anybody that's listened to this podcast for a long period of time, I used to have a leader that used to tell me all the time, if you write it down, it's on paper, then it means it's on purpose. And there's so much truth to this matter. How many times have we gone through with saying, yeah, I want to achieve this. Yay, this is the goal I want to go after. But we don't really ever put any, any fuel to the fire because it's just dreams and aspirations and throwing stuff out there that may not ever really come to fruition. But if we put it on paper and we're writing it down and we're making it realistic and there's something tangible you can grab onto, this is important when it comes to goal setting because now it's something you can see, something you can feel. So now after you've written down the goal and a couple paths to success on the goal right down below it, I want you to cut it out. I want you to make it pretty. I want you to make it into a flower, make it into a star, whatever you got to do. And I want you to put it on the mirror in your bathroom. 
I want you to take a little piece of scotch tape. I want you to put it right on your mirror. So when you go in the morning to brush your teeth, or you go in the morning to shave your face or wash your face or do whatever or do your morning duties of number ones and number twosies or showering or whatever else, it's always going to be on the mirror. So when you look up, you can read what's my goal. That's my, what, what I'm trying to accomplish, and that's how I'm going to get there. So it's a quick reminder to give yourself a, okay, you know what? Now it's real. Now it's tangible. Now I have actions that I can actually leave this bathroom and head out into my day knowing that this is part of my goal. And if you want to make a second copy of that goal and you want to put it on the dash of your car so that way when you're driving into work, you can also see it. Or you want to put it on the refrigerator when you go in to be able to maybe go to eat them snacks and you open up the door and you get this star or this little 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 note that's on the door that says, nope, you shouldn't be probably doing that because you're supposed to be trying to count your calories and you're already at 500 and now you don't want to go over the 500 limit or whatever the goal is, right? And so it's a quick reminder. So wherever you have to put these things, put them in places where you can see them and you're reminded by them and you know that these are the goals that you're trying to work for. But remember, this is a new goal. This is something that you have tinkered with and you're giving yourself a realistic expectation of what you want to achieve based on the fact of what you've done in the past or what hasn't worked in the past or even what has worked in the past. But like I said, as we age, we have to adjust. As we go through relationships, if we have breakups or divorces and those kind of things or, or, or you know, empty nests and whatever else that goes on in life, you have to adjust. You have to pivot. You have to rework your goal setting, rework the path that you want to take there. But either way, if you're going to be shooting for something that you're passionate about, get passionate about it. Start to really focus on making sure that you're investing in you and you're not investing in just everybody else out there in the world. I said earlier that when somebody else needs help, we're solution finders, we're problem solvers. We dig in for them. We try to help them. We try to lift them up and encourage them. So now what I want you to do is I want you to picture yourself as that person, okay? You're talking to yourself. And I want you to do the exact same thing you do for them when you're trying to problem solve. I want you to think to yourself, how can I get to the root cause of what's going on here? How can I help this individual? How can I lift this individual up? How can I encourage them and treat them with kindness and keep on moving forward? Positive words of inf uh, enforcement or positive words of encouragement or whatever else you're trying to be able to do to be able to help these individual, this individual, and now this individual is you. Do you, you talk to yourself the same way you would somebody else? Are you looking at yourself saying, hey, you can do this. You got this. Probably not. Nine times out of ten, you're like, oh, boy, I've done this before. I'm just going to fail like I always do. It's just awful. It's just what happens. This is what, you know, this is the cycle that I go through. I'm getting older. I can't do it. You know, I had a wake-up call when I went to my doctor's a few weeks back. I sat down and I said, you know, I, you know, I know I've gained some weight and I know I've uh, you know, got some stuff and I'm over 50 and I did my shingle shots and I got all this other stuff going on and, and whatever else. And I just feel like as I've gotten older, I can't lose weight anymore. And my doc looked at me and says, listen, I, I get that. <laughs> he said, I, which I did not expect. I expect him to be like, well, you can lose weight. You've lost it before, so you could do it. He said, I get it. Metabolism's slow. As we age, things happen. You have to now create a new normal. You have to now create a new path. 
You have to now create a new mindset for the 50-year-old Shane versus the 35-year-old Shane. You have to create a new everything to be able to continue moving forward, but also being healthy and overcoming some of the adversity that age can give you. Can I just say that my mind went, just exploded. Because I was like, wow, I expected him to be like, well, you lost weight in the past. You can do it again, blah, 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 all this stuff, whatever. But instead, no, he, he understood. He got it. He also agreed with me. But then he also gave me that little bit of a nudge to be able to say, yeah, but you can do some stuff. Let's work on that. Let's build a plan around that. Even if it's something as simple as chair aerobics or going for a small walk or whatever it is, you can do some stuff. You just have to focus and you got to follow through. You got to commit. You also have to sustain and maintain (laughs) all those things that we've been talking about this whole entire podcast is what my doc was sitting there basically telling me. So here's the thing. If you're struggling right now, don't be afraid to change things up. Change your goals. Change how you approach it. Change the path. Change your mindset. Change the way you look at it. Change your circle of friends that are there to encourage you. If you don't have friends that are sitting there trying to be able to see the best version of you, and you got friends that are trying to break you down, uh, bye, Felicia. It's time to move on. You're only here for a short short amount of time. You're trying to be the best version of yourself. And if you don't have people around you that are on the same page as you or trying to do the same things that you're doing or lift you up and encourage you to move you forward, eh, you don't need them, right? Including yourself. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace. If it, especially if it's a new goal and a new journey. Remember, you only got one of you. So treat yourself kind, but work hard. Get to where you have to get to. Overcome the adversity. Don't use all these things as excuses, but use them as more as fire, right? Post those things to your mirrors. Put them on your refrigerators. Put them on the dash of your cars. Whatever you have to do to put that goal there and feel better about yourself and continue to move things forward and be the best version of you, do it today because I know I have. Okay, guys, listen. So that's the podcast this time around. It's been a while, like I said. I appreciate you guys sticking around with me. It just means the world to me that you guys are still here in the trenches with me. I'll be having some new merch come out. I'll also be putting out some details about how to vote for the Cheer Choice Awards. I'll also be putting out details about all kinds of other stuff, fundraising stuff. We're going to be doing some 12-hour-long lives. We're going to be doing all kinds of stuff to raise money for those unhoused around the area and all kinds of different stuff. So I appreciate you guys so much, more than you'll ever know, but I appreciate you, and I thank you for the support that you've given me over the years and continue to give me as we move things forward, okay? Have a great day, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.